0: Shooter's Connection offers products for competition shooters by competition shooters. With over 80 years of combined competition shooting experience, Shooter's Connection is staffed by master and grandmaster shooters who live the shooting sports every every day. We offer same-day shipping. Shooter's Connection also sponsors over 100 of your matches every single year. So when it comes to finding everything you need to compete as a beginner or a seasoned grandmaster, Shooter's Connection is the only name you need to know.
1: Online at Shooter'sConnectionStore.com. Alright, welcome to the Hit Factor. Uh, if I'm a little less enthused tonight, is because Jeff decided that he wanted to record this with no shirt on. I don't really know <laughs> how he decided that. Maybe he's trying to get ready for Puerto Rico, I think. He's trying to he's trying to figure that out and and he kind of I was kind of asking if he wanted to like lose weight for Puerto Rico. And he's like, "No, I like how I look." Yeah. And so then he wanted to show me how he looked.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh and so now I've got this male pattern balding dude with no shirt on. Uh which actually, the, the no shirt thing is actually only the second most interesting thing tonight because be right Jeff told me that his next project is okay. uh, regrowing his hair. And so I'm curious okay. like if he's got some sort of comb over issue going or... Are you gonna like take implants off of your chin and try to like put those on your head? Like, what? No. What process are you gonna use to grow your hair back? All right. So, first of all, first of all,
0: um, being bald is annoying. It's not. It's not really like more convenient. Cause okay, you have to cut your hair more often. Otherwise, you just look trashy, right? Yeah. Second. Your hair is protective of your head. So like every little bump and scrape leaves a mark on your bald head, right? It's very annoying. And it hurts. Third, there's nothing to soak up the sweat. And for somebody who works out, it's very annoying because you have to have something on your head. Like you either have to have a towel right there or you have to wear a bandana or you have to wear a hat. Something because it just why don't you just wear
1: do rag just constantly, just never take it off? That's annoying. It's annoying, it does everything else. Yeah, I don't
0: want to do it. I don't want to do it.
1: I'd rather have hair. So, we're, we're, we're well, tackling I mean, the hair
0: situation.
1: We'd all rather have something, but yeah, well, I mean, okay. If this doesn't work out, if
0: in I'm gonna give it a year, if in 12 months, if there's no
1: noticeable change. Then we'll just go back to shaving. Right. Like, huh? okay. So what is, what is, what are we given for a year? What are we doing? Oh, okay. So I've started off with here's my
0: protocol, right? It's actually fairly <laughs> legit. It's just, fa- it? yeah, it is. It's just not legit. Like, I'm not doing the two
1: main, like, over the counter drugs that you can do. Right. So you can do which is like is that Rogaine? I don't really have this problem, so I don't like yeah, yeah. Rogaine do, or dove or, into this or Minoxidil. Minoxidil is is
0: the active ingredient in Rogaine, so that okay. is a topical application, right? Not doing that. The other is a drug you can take called Finasteride. I'm not doing that either. So, yeah, some experimental back alley <laughs> <Yeah>. Oklahoma. <laughs> Well, the thing—the thing about both of those is, you can't ever stop. Like, you just have to do it indefinitely. Like, they don't fix your hair. Uh, so, I don't—I don't want to be tied to one of those. That—that's crappy. All right. So, here's what we're doing. Um, we have a shampoo and conditioner we've added, which is—I think it's called Revita or something like that. It was—it was recommended. Okay. Um, we're also adding some micro needling or derma rolling okay and we're taking what, collagen what is derma rolling hold on hold on Jeremy <laughs> we're doing we're taking <laughs> collagen and we're taking uh biotin yeah and we just started that like last week how's and, and we're gonna do a weekly
1: follicle check here we go dude it's so shiny like people just got there you go like they can't see anymore because it's so bright
0: and jeremy here is for support and i'm so glad to have
1: him in my corner i mean like that's i was telling jeff earlier like i feel like most people that have me as a friend is is for the positivity that i add to their life yeah you're 100 right i know i mean that's just that's what i just feel my gift is is to be positive mm-hmm. yeah so okay what is microderm rolling like you just poking needles in your forehead or what yeah pretty much nailed it so it's kind of like why didn't you just do the whole transplant thing
0: uh, i don't, I don't want to do a transplant not doing that either it seems more permanent it's also expensive and it's not guaranteed. Like you're not guaranteed that that's gonna stay either. Like you could get a hair transplant, and then it could just fry and fall out.
1: I mean, it doesn't. The, what you're doing now doesn't sound like cheap or guaranteed.
0: I mean, it's pretty cheap. Like the what year...
1: happens if you get this special shampoo like too far down your forehead, then you're gonna start like having a unibrow issue. And... I might
0: actually grow a beard.
1: I can't say anything about a beard because not, not in the cards. Not in the cards for me.
0: Anyway, we're going to give it uh, at least 12 months. If we
1: see even slight improvements, we'll keep going. So, anybody that has ex- any experience trying to gr- regrow hair? Yeah. Uh, on on their head. I, I think that... I don't know if that's... I don't know where everybody else would try to grow hair, but... Uh, on their face? If you... I mean, I guess, but if you had experience with that, uh, chime in, like give Jeff some tips, uh, how he can get rid of his cue ball. Yeah. It's, it's really for safety. Yeah. I think that's, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. It's a safety issue. Yeah. Well, um, well it's safety himself. and
0: performance. Okay.
1: Oh yeah. He can work out harder if he won't sweat so much. Yeah. Well, at least well have, he'll still yeah. sweat as much, but the hair can soak it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm having a really tough time. We need Billy McScrublord to uh, to do some Photoshop for us. Like, I'm having a tough time, like, envisioning Jeff with a full head of hair. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I was a child once and had hair. Yeah, but did you have a dad bod with the, with the full head of hair? Yeah, pretty much. I've pretty no. much always been
0: skinny fat. Like I've never, I've never, fat. yeah, dude, I've never had abs ever. Like I've, I guess I was close like a couple of years ago, but yeah, skinny fat, like you're not fat, but you like take your shirt off and there's just like no definition. That's pretty much been my physique my whole life, <laughs> except now I'm like more muscular and skinny fat. So,
1: Hey, I mean, that sounds good. Yeah. You're squatting more you you're lifting more the weights than you ever had before, so that's cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm making progress. So anyway. Yeah. That's there you I've go. Just I skinny just skinny my whole just life. poured out my life, self improvement, everything.
1: I, I mean, I go. feel like you really put it all on the table for us. So yeah. I mean, that's that's a very brave thing to do. Like I, I mm. admire your bravery. Uh thank you. Being vulnerable hey that's for the audience guys um okay you leave in like two days three days two days for puerto rico yeah Mm -hmm. the caribbean open and let's go you're changing divisions
0: yeah i'm shooting the same gun shooting my single stack but I'm taking my 10 round mags and shooting standard because I didn't even realize it. I looked at the, the freaking, whatever you call it. The squad the list. Mag. And I was the only single stack shooter.
1: Oh, like it was, that's it weird. was like, just me. When I signed up for the match, there was, There were like I thought there were like ten single stack, and that was even before you had signed up. When I was going, yeah,
0: I I don't know what happened because I went and looked,
1: and like yesterday,
0: huh? And I was the only one, so I emailed them and was like, "Just put me in standard. I don't need a new permit. I'm just going to shoot the same gun, bring different mags." So, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're going to shoot standard. I mean, there's not there's not a ton of of good people shooting.
1: Uh, like I think. Bob might be the only GM. Uh, standard could be. I mean the, the, any yeah. internationals. We wouldn't know if they're a GM or not. Okay. Uh, so you just have to be able to recognize their name. But Gotcha.
0: Well anyway. We'll shoot it. You know. Maybe I'll still make. Top five or something.
1: Or not. Yeah, but we're going to have fun. Who knows? So, like you're going with John Luke. Yeah, just like a bachelor trip. Uh are yeah, y'all going to like sit on the beach and have Enrique bring you umbrella drinks or like what's y'all's plan for the mm-hmm. non-shooting activities?
0: Uh I don't know. I don't I don't know what the plan is.
1: And I haven't I haven't talked to to him to see what he's thinking either i mean he sent some pictures uh some stuff that he's like yeah it seems around. like he's got like, some stuff in mind just I, yeah. full transparency here
0: john luke has basically i mean i know you're not gonna be surprised here is acting essentially as my travel agent I was like, I was like, Hey, you want to go to Puerto Rico? And then like, he booked the flights, he booked the car, he booked the hotel. (laughs) He did literally everything. I've done nothing except send him money.
1: So it's been amazing. I feel like, I feel like I'm about to get replaced. Like, John Luke's going, like, Dude. Jeff won't even go to matches with me anymore because his expectation is going to be, like, right. I'll go to the match with you only if you're my travel agent and take care of absolutely everything. Right. Because normally, like, you have to do a lot of that stuff, but you
0: bitch and moan about it. And John Luke's going to do it, but he's probably not going to bitch and moan
1: about it. I'll talk to him. we <laughs> will talk to him. We'll get him, we'll get him straightened out. Um, okay. make sure he knows knows how it's supposed to work okay so it's what well, like anyhow. 15 32 round stages or is it 20 32 round stages or something like that yeah yeah no it's it's 20 stages uh i don't know if
0: there was any 32 round stages
1: maybe one. oh oh okay so it's it's 20 stages if they're not all 32 round that's good
0: no, yeah, you went and look at the, the matchbook, it, I think it looks awesome, the stages, like I'm pretty excited about shooting it, there's, they seemed pretty interesting, lots of movers, um, yeah, just, it really just seems like something I would like to shoot, you know, you don't see the matchbook and it's like groups of three and four everywhere, um, yeah, it looked pretty interesting. Like I'm a pretty terrible judge of stages. I'll be honest, I'm not That's super true. analytical when it when it comes to stuff like that. But looking at the the stage book, I was pretty excited about shooting it. There wasn't a ton of long stages. Which, if I look at a stage book and like, I see a ton of long stages, I'm already dreading
1: going to that match. <laughs> that yeah, does not. I get it. Sound fun to me. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. That many that many log field courses. Not the greatest. Not the greatest. So you've you've shot what? Like two hundred you got you made it through one hundred and eighty round rain session? Because I know you shot like you went you had one rain session where you shot like sixty rounds and your hands were totally fried.
0: Yeah, I probably shot Uh, like two,
1: two fifty ish. Somewhere around there.
0: With with chrono and everything
1: you feel so yeah, you're feeling was, super dialed in
0: I feel pretty good like I know like the the intuitive stuff is going to be pretty bad like the stuff where you like uh you need to be like dialed in and uh, kind of in tune with your your shooting and how you react to stuff yeah. is going to be bad I know that and like uh moving I know is going to be delayed like I've, I've shot matches that way before where like you you're like oh i should be moving now and then you move kind of deal yeah so i know that's going to be bad but it is what it is i haven't had time to shoot so and it's been cold
1: so but i'm excited yeah should it's be been good freaking cold It's been really freaking cold. Well, that's good. I think that's going to be a fun match. Uh, Hopefully, I can go next year. Um, I'm still bummed about not getting to go. Bob and the the Arizona people are trying to talk me into the Western States single stack match Mm. here later in February. So, we may go
0: to that. Oh, it's in February? That's in February, Yeah.
1: It's like February 23rd okay um so I've always cool match that it's one. just super early like it's it's so hard to like i like i'm not one of those people that generally likes going to a match with like not being prepared like not feeling yeah. like trained up um yeah. and for me like like you're like yeah i i wouldn't shot 250 rounds i'm feeling pretty good uh i'd be like i shot 250 rounds if I don't go shoot a bunch more, like I might throw a gun on a stage or something. I don't know what's going to happen if I only shoot 250 rounds. So, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I want to go shoot it. Um, we'll just see how it, how it pans out. Um, but I did. Uh, this is kind of exciting because, well, first we need to talk about the hit factor I don't even know what I'm calling it, but it's the hit, hit factor challenge. Um, our current challenge, you know, we did the, the reload challenge a year ago. Uh, so I came up with a, a drill, uh, and I'll just briefly explain it, which is, it's super simple. Uh, you're standing, there's two targets at 12 yards that are a target width apart. Um, and we're, uh, USPSA metric targets. So metric is the one with the, has the head. So it's not the turtle target. Um, so surrender, draw, hang on, load and holster facing down range, draw two to each body, then mandatory reload and two to each head. And alphas only alphas count. So any Charlie that's out does not count. Um, and we need, we got to have video of the run and the target has to be, the target has to be uh, – it doesn't have to be like a fresh target, but it has to be um, restored, like in that there can only be four four hits in it. And I know yeah. people could cheat if they want to cheat, but I feel like the stakes are not high enough for somebody to want to cheat because winner gets a hit factor hat, which is – I mean, I should say that. I mean, it's probably worth cheating for, honestly. Like the hat's pretty bussin'. Um yeah. I mean, do they know what people overseas are having to pay for those things, dude? It that's true. I mean, like it, it brings a pretty penny uh, when you're talking about overseas um, stuff. So, yeah, and uh, we're we're gonna recognize two divisions. I think a dot really makes a big difference on on this drill. So I'm, um, but any otherwise, I'm not really too concerned about anything else. So we have a iron sight division and an optic division major minor doesn't count because it's only office anyway and no pcc's i don't i'm not recognizing any sort of pcc um
0: wow. we've had a couple people
1: wow. uh get out and shoot it and i think it's actually going to be harder than most people think um mm-hmm. getting all a's because you kind of want you kind of think oh i can at least just uh I can, I can at least hook up on one run it's like well trying to hook up one, getting, getting four alphas into the head, into the head. Like that's not really just a hookup and like kind of just rip it and maybe you'll get it. But at the same time, it's like, you don't want to go crazy on the body. Like you don't want to have like a great run and get all four headshots and all a zone hits there. And then you go and score the body and like, dang, I have, I have a hit that's a half inch out. Um, yeah. So, I think it's, I kind of like it because it's a good, it's just stand and shoot. Like it's really simple. Like there's, so we're kind of winter time. We're off season. Um, people aren't like most like kind of other skills like that aren't, people aren't going to be like working real hard on that right now. At least, I mean, I'm not personally. Uh, so, so it's like, okay, this is kind of a good stand and shoot, deliver, uh, shooting fundamentals that'll kind of get you to practice your surrender, draw and your reload a little bit, maybe. Um, so, uh, I can't, what, I know I put a, I know I put a date, uh, it was March something as far as when it's oh, over. Was it, was it that early? I thought I did. I can, I can adjust that if I need to. So, cool. but there will be a, there will be a date, um, where we'll stop accepting videos. But if you want to tag us on Instagram or Facebook, uh, or youtube or if you're on the discord you we have a, a separate channel on the discord just to put that in there um so get out there make some videos of it let's start getting some stuff posted uh and i think it'll maybe kind of take off a little bit if we can get some people interested hopefully we can kind of just keep kind of rolling through some challenges uh and this won't just kind of we'll do this one we'll come up with something else and do another one and just kind of put yeah. some stuff out there uh, March 4th people. was when you said. March 4th, that's the deadline. Yeah. So, coming up quick. Got basically a month to do it. Um, so, for me, that is actually a good incentive because it made me want to, like, one, I got to get out and make a video so I can kind of explain it. And so I got to be able to perform it on video, uh, which may take way too many rounds. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I've got a bunch of 9 millimeter loaded. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> I need to, uh, I needed to do some dry fire in my, so I got a new belt. Uh, I got the Lynx oh, yeah. deal with like the ratchet, and I I went ahead and bought the the ratchet deal. Um, so why did you why did you get a Lynx belt? Uh, well, one, it's like the new hotness. Everybody's doing it, so it's like, well, I'll I'll try it and see. Um, mm-hmm. The the I like, this is gonna sound really arbitrary, but like, it kind of folds up like much smaller profile than the other one, than like a normal belt. So that's just okay. kind of nice. Like a, you can fold it up smaller. Uh, I actually think it's probably a little bit more rigid uh, yeah. than a regular belt, sure. and it's without being more bulky. Or right? like the other the uh, the traditional belt, like to make it stiffer, you almost had to just make it bigger that was kind of the only way to to add much rigidity and i feel like this is this one's probably a little bit more rigid than the other one um yeah yeah and dude the velcro on these on these links is insane like i've never seen velcro like it before like it's crazy stout which i'm guessing it's gonna just destroy inner belts like i may run through inner belts faster uh...
0: That's what Jared said. Is that they rip up those inner belts pretty good?
1: Yeah, um, but with the what with the ratchet thing, that may be less of an issue. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was. It's really just kind of a. I mean, I've always used kind of just the traditional double alpha. I've used a safari land before, which is a little bit different, but basically, kind of the yeah. double alpha cr speed, kind of. I've always used that in the past. So this is just kind of something different to try it. Uh, got the Henning T-1000 holster hanger where my GX holster on it. Um, and so, yeah, it, I got it. Right. I got it put together uh, with the gun on it. Um, and like my first two mag pouches today, I did maybe like five minutes of dry fire, maybe just cause mm-hmm. just see if it, if my stuff was kind of in the right spot. Cause That T-1000 is really, I mean, it's nice because you can adjust it infinitely almost. Um, Yeah. But you kind of got to think if you're going to adjust it, you kind of got to just kind of get it close and then, and then mess with it for a little while and see if it's, see if it's how you want it. Um, But yeah, super excited for that. Uh, I did make an order for, from Shooter's Connection uh, last week for some new grips. Uh, I'm going to try out the, uh, I've been using the Techwell Positech tech grips, yeah. which is kind of their, sh- their shape. Like they're kind of thin at the top. They're kind of fat at the bottom. They've kind of got a palm. Yeah. In it. They feel, they feel really good. Um, they're, they're really nice. Uh, but I kind of wanted to go back to some more traditional profile and I've always liked their aluminum grips. So I got some of their aluminum checkered aluminum grips to try yeah. and we'll give them a shot. I think there's like the the profiled grips, like the, the positex, uh, like they feel really nice and they fit the hand really well. Um, I think, I do think, cause I, I also think this with some of the uh, 2011 steel frames, you run into this a well, that they're extremely round. Uh, mm. And so your, your index, is a little bit harder to get as consistent. Whereas when it, when you have kind of like flat side, this may sound weird but when you kind of have like more flat sides, like yeah. more of a traditional 1911, like you have that front to back length. That's going to like, uh, give you that more reference as far as where the guns pointing just based on feel. Um, and I feel like you get that mm-hmm. kind of with a traditional 2011 grip versus the rounded, they're really rounded uh popular 2011 grips the ones that are rounded feel really good like there's like they feel really good um Mm -hmm. but i also think sometimes you lose a little bit of that uh index um because of that
0: that's interesting interesting hypothesis
1: yeah so i I got them uh shooters connection actually had them on sale um so they weren't they weren't too expensive, and I needed a new magwell too because mine is so beat to crap. Uh, right. So got a, got a new new grips a new magwell, and uh, we'll give it a shot and see. I may go back to the text, but I'll I'll try it for a while. Yeah. See if I like it. Interesting. Hmm. Well,
0: well, thank you, Shooters Connection, for sponsoring today's podcast.
1: Yes. And having good stuff.
0: Yeah, oh the what do you call the the like real shapely ones? posi techs? Is that what
1: you I think saying? they're I think they're the posi I'm pretty sure that's what they okay. call them. And I've I mean I've liked yeah, I them. Don't, I had to I had to reshape them and move them a little bit, but I liked them.
0: Yeah, I don't like them. I like the why not standard grips. I don't like the shape. Like they they feel too wide. Like I mean it's a lot like what you were saying. Yeah. Um, It just doesn't feel like I like the flat sides. Uh, I really like that as far as being able to smash your hand up against a flat surface. That's just grabs a hold of your hand. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the. You might be onto something there. I don't know. It just sounds weird. But yeah, (laughs) the the idea of it being round is like it's it kind of feels like it's harder to point. Yeah. I don't know why that kind of makes sense, but that's stupid.
1: Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, if you went to an extreme, right? Like if you had a, a dowel rod and you put a line that was supposed to be exactly the front of that and you can't look at it to know like, and you try to point that at it something, how versus say just a two by four or a one by two, and you put a line on the front of that and you've got to point that at something, which one are you going to be more likely to be able to point accurately at something like the dow rod, you'll have no clue where it's at. Um, so like, okay, that's, that's kind of my, like, that is my theory behind my hypothesis is that I don't, I'm probably getting my science, um, mixed up, but that's an, I guess, an example, um, that like i i kind of think that's what you sometimes end up with some of these guns get really really round uh and if you get really round then you have no idea where the front of it is yeah
0: yeah cuz like the original sig grips pretty round right like the sig 320 yeah yeah that one's pretty round i don't know if it shoots good or not but it's pretty round
1: yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. I have one that I've never shot. Should but you have a Legion. You have one with like the newer grip on it, right? Oh, I, it is it is a Legion. I don't I don't know if the yeah. shape of the grip is different than the original. Oh yeah, the Legions have like the X the X5 grip on them. Yeah. Yeah, it's an yeah, X5 Yeah, I'm talking legion. about the original like
0: the P320. Like it's super round in the handle.
1: Oh, yeah. Not, Before I they had the X5. Different. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it's quite. It's a lot different.
1: Oh. It's totally fucking. It's not different. a 1911. It's not a 1911. I haven't paid that much attention to it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, but. Right. Hit factor challenge. We need we need some people to to. Bust that out.
0: I yeah, actually I don't even had no
1: hope I able had... to do it. Uh that's been actually been a that's actually been a thing like some people are, like they were all there were several people on the discord like speculating yeah I think I can do it this time I think i can do it this time. There've been a couple at least a couple people that have tried it and they've come back like yeah I didn't have a single clean run. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Wait, four it was a head good shots, challenge is
0: a good drill. Four headshots at 12 yards like at speed
1: that's rough that's the thing i don't think like i don't think you're going to be able to really go at speed at it like i just kind of think yeah it is what it is and maybe i need to extend the time frame on it uh maybe maybe i'm not going to give people enough time to get out yeah i don't know how many entries get you'll get cuz i i'm not probably not even going to have any metric targets to do it with before march 4th John Luke has some metric targets. I almost guarantee. Yeah, he probably does. Like, but he's, he's already acting source to travel targets, agent. Well, apparently he's just going to be your agent at this point. <laughs> Poor John Luke, I really feel for you, buddy.
0: We're going to have so much fun without you, Jeremy.
1: I, you guys will have fun. Uh, maybe oh, yeah. is, you might have more fun than if I had been there. Actually, I don't know. No, probably not. I mean, I am,
0: sometimes I am it's, a, it's fun to have a downer there.
1: I have a ball of fun. <laughs> I, I it makes sense. I often think that of myself, man, you're just such a fun guy. You're so fun. Yeah. I fun. think that too. Yeah.
0: Um, what else are we talking about? What else do we have?
1: Uh, listener questions. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. Uh, we can talk that they put Ipswich Nationals at November sixteenth this year. Uh, which. I, I don't think the world yeah. shoot policy slot selection deal is out yet, but I'm assuming they're going to require shooting IPSC nationals, which means you got to mm-hmm. shoot in the November. It's in Volusia. At least it's not in frost proof, which is kind of nuts. I'm surprised that it's uh, not at Frank's place, but it's in Volusia, which yeah. is still Orlando. You still fly. If you're fly, you still fly in the same place, but it's, it's actually really close to Orlando and you can, there's kind of more stuff to do around volusia it's at gorka's range which is a okay i shot area six there i don't know probably three years ago uh and his range his range was he was still a work in progress but it was nice it was cool uh so i assume it's it's probably gotten better since then so
0: yeah
1: as of right now i'm probably planning on trying to shoot it
0: Really? So are you shooting USPSA Nationals for sure?
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Assuming I can get a slot. You
1: you weren't really sure. I wasn't, but I want to try at least give myself a shot to qualify for the World Shoot Team for South Africa. Yeah. Would be cool.
0: Would be freaking cool.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you got to at least give yourself an opportunity. Like, I mean, Thailand, at least I had the opportunity to say no. Um, yeah. And again, if COVID hadn't happened, I would have I would have been able to go. Uh, so. so, yeah, yeah. You, I think you got to at least give yourself an opportunity. Um, if they are going to field a classic team, who knows? There's no telling what they'll do. I, like, I really have no idea what the board will do for the world shoot. For the next time around right. so yeah. I think I saw that it was on the agenda, uh, but I don't think I don't think those minutes have been released. I kind of think the gotcha. meeting has taken place, but I don't think minutes have been released. But I don't know. I don't keep up with all that as much as I should.
0: Okay. Well it appears to be very cold across the country this week oh, man it was we 10 quick poll yeah we took a quick poll in the discord uh across the country it does look like up up in seattle it is 40
1: degrees so a little warmer up there it's, it's always like that's they don't get cold up there
0: yeah just rains all the time though
1: my buddy poji says it doesn't really rain it's more of like uh just like a mist. Mm, yeah. Sorry, I, don't, gotcha. I don't really believe him, but that's what he says.
0: Yeah, we had a nine degrees in northern Idaho. It's 21 in Texas, 22 here. Or I should say in where you live in Texas. I'm sure it's warmer other places. Probably uh negative nine degrees i don't know where rubies <laughs> is from but sounds cold
1: and well, i think potato cold, was potato. showing something earlier
0: yeah it was like negative 20
1: the high was like negative three for i don't know if it was today or tomorrow but it was like that gum good day to go run that's all i'm saying it's a good day to go Stinking run cold
0: all right. So first question here was one that was directed right at me. Jeff, there's a Handles Ice Cream Shop coming to my town, Sacramento, California. Quick note: I was born there. Is this the ice cream you warned us about a couple podcasts ago? I don't think so. I think you're. I think the only one I've talked about is Brahms, which is. Mm very local just just here in the surrounding states I don't know what handles is but you should definitely check it out because ice cream is good
1: yeah Brahms is a local staple around here yeah yeah but it's like a it's like a Texas Oklahoma thing I don't know if it's I don't even think I don't know if New Mexico even has Brahms I think somebody said they're all over Arkansas. Oh, uh, that would make sense. I could see them being in Arkansas. Yeah. I kind of avoid going into New Mexico as much as possible. I try to avoid going to Oklahoma, but this dude always makes me pick them up, take them to places. So I have yeah. to drive to Oklahoma. Dude, so like a
0: several years ago when I was working at a different job, I did like a I got commissioned to go work in New Mexico for about two weeks. So I was just like driving all over New Mexico for two weeks straight. Uh And dude, it was incredible. Like some of the most beautiful places I have seen in New Mexico. And I know you don't ever see those places driving through, but we were like going into like very rural areas Places that were not very often touched, looking for like, uh, we were monitoring like flood gauging stations. Yeah, uh, they have a lot of like flash flood type stuff in, in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we were like hiking into these like private areas that no one ever goes or finding these like spring waters in these deep canyons. It was awesome. And I wish. I could remember where any of those places were, <laughs> so that I so that I could go back or take my family there, because it was beautiful.
1: There are some cool spots in New Mexico. Uh, yeah, we'll say that.
0: All right, question here: How do you determine what skills you want to focus on for a given practice session? be it dry or live fire session?
1: Hmm. I don't know if that's a question of like, how do we do it or how, how do other people do it? Uh, I I mean, it just depends on how you want to answer it. Yeah. I mean like a smart way to do it, which isn't necessarily how I do it, is that you, you kind of treat it like you do like a workout schedule, uh, in that, like when you work out, you want to try to hit different muscle groups, uh, within a certain, uh, within a certain schedule, like however, whatever your workout routine is, you want to try to hit, hit the, the muscle groups that you want to hit. So you kind of schedule that out. Uh, and I think that's a somewhat decent plan with, um, with the different skills and stuff like that in USPSA is that you just kind of schedule it out such that you have that you hit all of those skills, um, with some amount of regularity. And so however you, however you do that, you do that. Um, it's a little bit different because you can do that with dry fire a lot easier because you can, most people just talking in generalities, most people like they can dry fire with, with consistency if they want to, and they're motivated to, but they often, most people can only, you know, live fire once a week or something like that. So if you have four main skill sets and you're like, okay, this week I'm going to work on, on this. Well, if you're only, if you're doing that and you're only live firing once a week, well then you're only going to hit that skill once a month. Like that's, I don't know that that's necessarily, gonna be super conducive um Mm. so it really just kind of depends on what your schedule looks like um me personally like just just how i personally do it i typical training uh i have availability to live fire more frequency than most people and so my dry fire is i'm not doing what Jay uh beal is doing with dry fire And that he's doing everything in dry fire and, and just super simple stuff. Live fire. I tend to be kind of the opposite and I do pretty simple stuff, dry fire. And then I'll, I'll add in, I'll do more stuff live fire. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and to be like, to answer that even further, like my philosophy is. Like, if you want to do well at this sport, like, it doesn't matter anything that you do. You have to be able to shoot well. Um, And if you can shoot really well, even if you have not great movement, you can still do. I mean, if you can move at all, you can do really well. Um, Like, I'm not picking on the guy, but Paul Kerr can't really move. I think he's, and I think he's had, I don't know if he's had knee, I don't know if he's had fusions, but I don't, I think he's had some issues. Um, He cannot move very well. And I don't think he, I don't think he would think I'm picking on him by saying that, but he can shoot really, really well and really, really fast. And he is often one at nationals, one of the faster guys there um, and has done really, really well. So for me, like, so my thought process on my live fire is I want to make sure that I am addressing my just basic fundamental shooting skills. And then I'm trying to contextualize those skills. Right. So I'm going to some some basic drill and then how can I contextualize that drill within adding movement, adding uh, a different shooting position or or something like that. And it's because that's really all you're trying to do in a stage is you're trying to take your shooting fundamentals and apply those in whatever way the stage designer has tried to force you to apply those. And so then it's basically how can I contextualize my shooting skills in as many different ways as possible. Okay. What do you do? Um, okay, so...
0: How do I determine what skills I want to focus on for a given session? I don't really do that. Right? <laughs> like, uh, I... I will say I have done a bit of what Jeremy talked about, which is like having a regiment or an organization of skills. Um, I've not done great at sticking to it, but I have taken the time to create one. Uh, but generally what I will do is even if I have something like that, I will end up finding something that kind of draws me in. I'm not recommending this, by the way. Um, I'm not, I'm not telling you how to do it. I'm simply answering, this is what I do. Uh, So I'm, I'm answering a bit different than Jeremy. Um, And so like, I'll start off doing that and hitting a bunch of different skills and then I'll kind of figure out uh, this one thing that really starts bugging me. Like, pissing me off that I can't do, or that I do so terrible, or I keep forgetting to do. And then I'll just hyper-focus on that for, like, everything. (laughs) Um, Whether it be, like, I can't, I can't get stable on my approach, like, when I'm coming into a position and, like, uh, I can't, I can't get stable and set up quickly. I'll, I'll spend just weeks, like, doing that. Like, I'll warm up for 10 minutes doing draws and side pictures and trigger pulls and stuff like that a couple transitions and then i'll just work on on that thing and i i doubt that's a good idea but that's what i do and it's kind of the same for live fire like i think all last season uh in practice i don't i never set up more than three targets and Like pretty much the whole season, I just focused on trying to control the gun, which I wonder if that had something to do with, uh, the the gun and me just trying to adapt the grip that I had learned on the 1911 to the Canik and it just wasn't working. So I never got the control out of the gun that I had with the 1911. And so I fought it Mm -hmm. all season, just like trying to gain the control that I was used to having and I don't feel like I ever got there so and after 200 rounds with the 1911 I feel like the control is already better than all of last season with Mechanic and that's not really dogging on the gun I just it's me it's I think it's it's the gun it's that you, I learned on me. And, yeah it's the it's the platform that I learned how to hold a gun on. I've mentioned all that before, but yeah, so I pretty much spent all last season just trying to to learn recoil management and make it uh, resemble what I could do with a 1911 and yeah. Yeah, so that that's what I did there, and there was there was sessions where I like, okay, fine, geez, I got to work on something else. This is getting ridiculous, and I would do it. But then, you know, I I do that session and I would leave that session and be like, man, that was pretty good, except I couldn't really control the gun. And so next session I would come back and try to control the gun again. Uh, so that's kind of how I do it, dude. I just like fly by the seat of my pants. I pick something that pisses me off and I work on it, and that's what I do. yeah
1: i i mean in in all honesty i think where most people are at and most people's, like the majority of people's skill sets like they don't need to be trying to to apply a whole bunch of different skills uh like they need to learn how to shoot like they need like like if you're not like it's one thing if you're like if you're c class and you're wanting to get to gm but you don't have like your shooting skills are nowhere near uh getting to gm then like worrying about like entry setup and all of that sort of stuff like stuff like that like it's kind of irrelevant like if you can't mm. yeah hit what you're trying to shoot whenever you get there and so yeah, like for sure i do think there's a certain element of people that that need to just like you need to just get better at shooting. Like you, you don't need like, you don't need to be doing a bunch of really complicated stuff. Uh, you need to like, I mean, kind of like what Jeff's uh, year last year was like, like, cause Jeff kind of intuitively knew, like, I don't really, doesn't matter if I work on entries and exits and shooting on the move and all that sort of stuff. If I can't just stand there and control the gun then everything else is yeah. irrelevant. Uh, I mean, you were kind of you're kind of yeah. doing that intuitively, but like that's, I think that's actually a true for a lot of people.
0: And I think it really showed in the last match that we shot last year, which was Area Three. Um, yeah. I think on paper, like I was right there with you. I don't like within seconds of your time, and you were shooting limited, and I was shooting production, but I shot terrible. Like same time, right? Like I can get around the stage just fine, but I couldn't control the gun and I couldn't hit what I was. I couldn't hit the things. Yeah, <laughs> I matter. think
1: that was. Uh, yeah, you had quite a few penalties at that match, right? Am I am I remembering right? Yeah, I shot terrible. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not talking it up. You didn't join the twenty mic club, did you? No, no. Oh, that's too bad. That would have been cool. <laughs> I think I would have to try. Man, I'm so uh, looking forward to that. You're shooting single stack again this year. Are you? Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Good. I'm like I'm gonna rag because I'm gonna rag on you all year. Like you may yeah. beat me at every single match, and I'm still just gonna rag on you all year.
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's nothing new. Yeah, it should be good. I'm I'm excited about shooting a 1911 again. It's just it's where my heart's at, man. It's where my heart's it's at. It's because it's the best. It's where everybody's yeah, heart's at. They just don't know it. Like, like I just pick that gun up, and I just feel all warm and fuzzy, and it feels good in my hands.
1: Damn. That's what JMB is all about. Yeah. All right, one you more. If you feel that way too, then you should shoot single stack. You should. We still need to figure out which match we're going to take over with single stack shooters, but him figured that oh, out. Oh, yeah.
0: No, we really need to pin that down because that's probably oh, going to be
1: like my other match
0: because I'll probably shoot like this one, probably like the Oklahoma match. Sectional, I'll probably shoot that match and then USPSA Nats and probably, hopefully, Ipsic Nats. What about Ozark? I mean, maybe Ozark, but I'm gonna have to not shoot some because I just won't have primers. All right, so you want to do one more? One more. Let's do it. Okay, what is your opinion on making IpsIC target the universal target? I heard rumblings. Some companies do not sponsor USPSA due to the humanoid targets. I didn't realize this was an issue. Awesome podcast. I really enjoy the idea of having a rankings page. Oh, yeah, we should do that. NRL is trying to do that this year.
1: NRL is trying to do a rankings page. That's 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 what he said. Oh. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, a little bit easier. Uh, USPSA, for NRL, but. USPSA moving to uh, metrics. Right.
1: No Classics No metrics. Classics is the IPSC turtle target. Um, I mean, like, that's, that's why Ipsic came up with that target, uh, so that when internationally, uh, they, that it needs to be viewed as a sport. And so having a target that has a quote unquote head, uh, makes it seem much more tactical or that we're training to kill people. Um, and so that's, so they came up with the turtle target. Uh, yeah, to me, like, honestly, like. I wouldn't. The sport wouldn't change for me if if we just went all to all turtle targets. Like I don't I don't think I would lose anything from the sport. Um, I feel like yeah. you can you can present this maybe not the exact same shooting challenge, uh, but a very 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 similar shooting challenge um, with a no shoot on a turtle target. Uh, the way they have their a zone going up to the top and so i don't i i would not have that wouldn't other that wouldn't bother me other than like i don't want to cave to these sissies that we can't shoot at a target because it's got a head on it it's like okay it's just a square uh but i don't want to cave to that so like that's why i don't want to get rid of it but as far as like my actual involvement in the sport, I don't think it would uh, affect my experience in any way. So I, you know, that's not a, a hill I want to die on. Now, the, now the, the companies that won't sponsor us because of that, screw them. Uh, we don't, do we need their money? I mean, well, I guess USBSA does need their money, uh, but that's <laughs> to me, that's not really going to, if we just got a company that's going to come in and they're going to give us money, give uspsa money by because they change our targets uh it's not like the bod is going to know how what to do with that money they're just going to blow that on something else so i, I don't think that's going to fix our issues at this point um so i does that, i don't know did i answer that guy's question I, I think you answered
0: it in true jeremy form <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's probably fair
0: um, uh, okay, I'll read it again here. Uh, what is your opinion on making the ipsic target the universal target? I heard rumblings of some companies don't sponsor USPSA due to the humanoid target. I didn't realize this was an issue. Um, yeah, it would not bother me at all to have all classics. That's all I'm shooting right now. Not because I don't want to shoot humanoid targets, but, uh, honestly, I like the classics more, so... I shoot them, but, um, yeah, and, you know, I, I can definitely understand not wanting to give in to the crowd uh, that would be trying to strong-will USPSA or corner, corner the sport, you know, saying they can't uh, shoot humanoid targets. I can understand that at the same time. I can understand the other side of it. I can understand not wanting to promote or be part of something in the current, uh, climate, you know, cultural climate that we're in that is, is all about shooting humanoid type targets. I get that too. Like I'm not, uh, I'm not saying it. I, like I, I don't necessarily feel one way or the other, but because the the humanoids don't bother me. Like like Jeremy said, like it's a box with another box on it. It's like you're almost pushing for it to be a humanoid, but still, yeah. I do get it. I do understand it, and I would I would be fine with shooting all classics, just fine. It wouldn't bother me at all. Um, so. Yeah. That's it. Boom, answered. All right. That's all right. it. That's all the questions. Um join the Discord if you like or if you don't like follow Jeremy on Instagram so he can tell you stuff about what's going on with the podcast. Use the link in the description to buy stuff from Shooters Connection because we appreciate it. We appreciate them. Stay tuned for more talk of the challenge, your weekly follicle update, and um, more information or recaps coming from the Caribbean Open. Be talking about that next time we're on, though. It'll probably be two weeks at least before you hear from us again.
1: Yeah. Uh, Also, if you have a gun that you want us to review, if you want to hear what Jeff Cawthon thinks about a gun besides a Canik or a 1911, or it can be a 1911. um, Jeff has all this discord money that he's just been sitting on, getting rich on, and so we're thinking about taking it and buying a gun to review and then probably sell it uh probably discord people yeah. uh but if there's like a specific gun y'all want us to review um i think we could do kind of a an interesting review take it all apart oh look at it wait what were you put together were you saying that they had to be
0: in the discord to to help decide which gun we we're reviewing
1: uh well no we have so we have our patreon uh, inside the discord, uh, which I don't think, uh, did Billy McSkrub give us, he did give you a Patreon shout out. You didn't do it. Oh, shoot. What is our Patreon shout out? Yeah, oh man. Oh. You almost, you almost screwed up. Jeremy, do you want to read this one? No, I can't do it. Oh, okay. Oreos
0: suck in our shit cookies. <laughs> You hurt Jeremy's feelings.
1: I believe that was from Billy McScrublord. Uh, yes, Billy McScrublord,
0: our... aka Mac and Pool on Instagram.
1: I thought it was Mac and Pood. Is it? <laughs> I don't have Instagram. All right, I don't know. Uh, we also we ha- we got our second Patreon on the Discord, but Jeff was asking how can we. Uh, how can we bring more value to the Patreon package that we have, which I think we're giving great value, quite frankly. Um, you do. Oh yeah. I think they're, I think, I mean, I think Billy's getting, I, I don't know how he could get more, much more out of it. Um, but the, if we do the gun review thing with it, the idea is maybe that we would let the people in the Patreon decide which gun, um, But for right now, if you guys want us to review a gun, then let us know, and we will take that under advisement. There you go. That's uh, that's all I got there. All right. Shoot well, Caribbean. Uh, Watch out for Enrique. Um, Put some sunscreen on that forehead, dadgum. That's not, I feel like that's not going to help your hair growth, but that, you know, that's a, that's a shiny cue P- ball is all I can say. <laughs> okay. Y'all be good. Go shoot the challenge and uh, let's get some videos rolling with that. Yeah.